What is up, IO Radio? Hello. Uh, welcome, YouTubers, and everybody listening in the future as well. Oh, yes. Uh, my name's Josh. That's Mr. I'm Harley. I'm ha- ha- Harley. <laughs> he, he thinks. Um, this week on the Harley and Josh show, we're going to be playing some music by Dingus Khan, To The Nines, and Ms. Polly Haynes. Oh, of course. Plus, we're also going to be talking about uh, music's carbon footprint in the s- streaming age, uh, how many businesses are not paying their PRS license when they should be, Right. and also, what was the thing-a-thang-a-thing-a-thing about this morning? Thing-a-thang-a-thing-a-thing-a-thing. It's about what musicians want. Ooh. There you go. Just a what little sting. What a musician wants. What a what musician needs. What a musician makes me happy. No. Let's no, I lost it. I lost you it. free. No. Uh, so, Harley, I mean, you know, I'm looking forward to all of that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, mate. But uh, the, what the thing I'm most looking forward to is to asking you. What'd you do? Tell me. I I can't remember. I did. A, I had a very busy week. Do you ever do this? I'm sure you do because you're Josh. Um <laughs> And you're you're probably a very busy man. Uh, I know you're a very busy man. I pretend to listen to you tell us what you've been up to every week. <laughs> it's all a facade. It is all a plan. Um, so, yeah, it's been what a busy week. It's a school holiday, isn't it? So we got we got like a whole week off. We're not teaching. Right. Yeah, as much. You know, might still have the so, old private. Well, I'm, I'm intrigued as to what this thing that I do is. Still manage to be crazy busy. Oh right! <laughs> like is it is that is that a yeah. thing? Yeah, yeah, I don't get it. It's stupid. It's silly. It's We're like silly. look, I've got a, a whole two weeks off. Let's fill it up with stuff. Literally, yeah. I uh, messaged my friend of mine, Matt Graver. You know Matt Graver? Mm-hmm. Um, and messaged him last night. I was like, "Haven't seen you in a while, man. You know, I catch up." Um, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, when when you're free, I'm like, not oh. not this week. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm maybe, not free at all this week." week. Uh. <laughs> no, so I've been um, busy during the week with Quatreus. Quatreus, Quatreus. Um, I was doing house auctions, which was really good fun. Uh, they actually had me running the show for the first time. Oh, awesome. not like on the lectern, not uh, actually. I don't know why I imagined you on, on a stool with a with a top hat on and a whip. <laughs> <laughs> ah, down, down. <laughs> I don't think you're thinking of auctions properly. <laughs> yeah, a, a circus auction, right? Circus auction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Three pounds for the lion, three pounds for the lion. Do I get do I get four pounds? Do I get four pounds? Do I get four pounds, five pounds? Elephants feed, giraffes, whiskers. Yeah, so that was a thing. Um, that was great. Uh, I was terrified because right. basically uh, my job with running those shows is uh, you when they go, when someone makes a bid, I click the button of how much the bid is and it goes up and step and they go pretty fast paced from time to time. So mm. I really had to get that right. And uh, I had that as beard. beard. Somebody's grown a beard. Another person's grown a beard. Another person's grown a beard. Uh, the button. Yes. Oh, beard growth. <laughs> mm. Anyway, so that was... Um, that's that's it was, stressful. It was, it, was, it was a good stress though. It was yeah. good fun. I got a nice email from uh, the event manager event manager yeah. uh, going you know congratulations thank you very much for you know and it's always nice to be appreciated from your yeah from your bosses and peers and stuff like that which mm-hmm. was really nice um so yeah that was great um and they're gonna hopefully have me running some more shows uh do you have to in the future so what kind of audio stuff do you have to uh, in between stuff does there have to be music or anything or the audio is very easy for those jobs yeah. you have music before the event what kind of music do you put on uh we gordon goodwin's big fat band What's that? Oh, you not heard of Gordon Goodwin? Great, like no. a big band, right? But they're just like a really cool big band, like swing stuff. Yeah, yeah. they do some really great. Uh, they're quite humorous and quite light-hearted in the way they write their music. All right, um, wow. and they when they perform, they they really perform their songs. There's a song called uh, "Is It Back Row Politics?" Right, um, and their various various instruments take solos, and then the other instrumentalists put the other in- the, the lead instrumentalist off oh brilliant and it's really quite clever and stuff like that <laughs> they're just bobbing in the background up and down yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. or you know a, a trombone will be playing and the guy will pull his, pull his slider out and stuff <laughs> like that yeah and brilliant somebody will block put a sock in the in the does trumpet. that translate oh yeah yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's like it's it's whole show piece in terms right. of like visually right uh, but it's still a very good song in its own right audibly and obviously right. in the recorded versions there's not quite that kind of tomfoolery going on mm. but it's really cool it's really good fun um so yeah 
that's what we do. And then you slide it down. You bring up a microphone for the uh, the headset that the um, oh, it's a lectern mic. Sorry, that right, they yeah. use. Um, so then they can be heard across the room. Yeah. Uh, and then it stays there. And at the end, you slide the vocal fader down, and you bring the music back up. It's mm. really easy for a sound job. Oh, okay. uh, it's mostly all visuals and setup. Do you ever get any auctioneers with cowboy hats like they do in the states? Unfortunately, not. Oh, no, we only, on. we only work with the one auctioneer. Uh, his name's Brian, and he's. Very good. He's a good laugh. Yeah, he's good. Good, yeah. Very professional. He's not Cowboy Brian. Not Cowboy. No, no. He's, he's, so he's a good boy. Um, so, yeah. So, that was my Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Um, I had a few rehearsals over the week uh, with, uh, well, a lot with the same singer, Bronwyn. Yeah, good old Bronwyn. Uh, we had rehearsals for the Chart Attack show that we had on Saturday. And we also had rehearsals with Shuba Dip. Super which we did great. our first gig last minute. I so we'll talk that. about Friday. So you, yeah. you came along. Mm. Thank you very much. It was really good to see right, you. Right. Nice. Um, and it was it was hilarious because we'd had two rehearsals. Uh-huh. We had 24 hours notice on the gig and Bronwyn was working. Yeah. So we had to do most of the gig without her. She turned up yeah. halfway through the second oh, set. Oh, did she do it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, you must have been gone by then. Yeah, yeah. I was gone by that So um, yeah, she turned up halfway through the second set, came and sung a few songs, uh, went to town on a tambourine and uh, <laughs> just... Generally, was well, just I always a think ball of, that of somebody eating something. So I'm just like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. She did, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, it was plasticky. Yeah, but um, crunchy. Yeah, so uh, she now owes Rob a new tambourine because <laughs> um, it was just left in dust on the floor. So um, yeah, that was great. It was really good fun. Um, I had a lot. Of, I was absolutely packed through in the room. Um, lots and lots of familiar faces and people going, "Who's this band, man? You're really tight." And yeah, you know, really positive atmosphere you got some um, bookings out of it as well yeah you? i think we got like three three potential bookings out of it that's really good which is insane yeah uh, speaking of bookings chart attack stuff we've been taking lots of um uh, we've been signing lots of contracts for work for weddings i've done four contracts this week which well done really good um it's all coming up millhouse mm. that's been my phrase for today yeah um so yeah that's great um and we had our chart attack gig on saturday now elliot it was his birthday so he went to Brighton for the weekend, not where, where, where that's not his that's thing. That's not his thing. Um, but we went to the uh, we Gardener's Arms and we had Bronwyn singing with us for that gig. Now, for those of you, if you uh, if you missed it, um, check on our, our Chart Attack page. We posted a little video of us playing our, our secret song that I teased yeah, last week. Yeah, you did. And uh, it, was, it was amazing. It was yeah. really good. I think yeah. you can tell. Can you tell people it's out there now, isn't it? It's out there, yeah. So we did uh, Backstreet Boys. Uh, everybody Backstreet Back Good day Oh sorry I, I, I was thinking of the Australian version Backstreet Outback Yes <laughs> Outback Street Boys Very good <laughs> uh, Like it Oh Quick yeah, puns I, so, Yeah I watched the video I love it It was yeah. really 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 good It was, it was just yeah, The backing track's wonderful Yeah Really good backing track um, And it's nice and full sounding We also experimented with a new setup for the PA as well Which oh, really right. worked How um, was that? So we had the, the fronts being fed out of the main out, but I had a sub on a separate send. Um, okay. And it was post-fade, but it just had the kick and the bass going So like it. out of an aux, uh, aux channel? Or? Yeah, so uh, out, out of a, yeah, one of the, the sort of, yeah, monitor outs or anything so what like did you that. So did you just like kick the sub? Like yeah. The, 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 yeah, I just the ran it post-fade, so it went along with the, with the overall level, and um, yeah, right. just had kick drum, and I had bass going through it, and I had a little bit of backing track, but not a lot. And I think That's I did really feed in a little bit of vocal as well. I like that. I like that a lot. Because um, like, then you're just getting what you want through the sub, not yeah. just everything. Yeah. And it, it yeah, um, I've done it I've done it before and not had good results. But with this setup, we, it, I'm yeah, glad we did it. Yeah, because you kind of do want a little bit of the, of the low notes from the guitar yeah. coming through there. Um, but not really a lot of the vocals. Because I think it's no, like just sort no. of muddy. You don't, you're not getting the full impact of the oomph, you know. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. The if you, so, bass. like, when the kick was hitting, it was literally just the kick pushing through and so, it was really yeah, punchy. So you can crank it a bit harder. And the other advantage is it was running all mono as well. Yeah. So you're not running a stereo feed into a mono sub, so you're not getting any phasing issues there. Yeah, we always do everything mono. Yeah. It just stops, just saves fast, yeah. doesn't it, I think? We always, use, we always go stereo because the backing tracks run stereo. Um, oh, good point. Yeah, and okay. uh, it's nice to have some kind of stereo width in the tracks. Yeah. So it kind of gives it that, that nice air to do it. Do you do a lot of, like, hard panning? Um, not, not hard panning as such, um, 
but there are some like stereo uh, some of the vocal tracks that we retract we we widen them oh okay so uh, they'll be coming out left you know yeah like you'll be coming out left and then Toby will come out yeah. right or something and and the and the synths as well will will be going a little wider as well oh, yeah um and that yeah it was a really good gig loads of fun we went out afterwards went to uh, Distilled Republic uh, bumped into Angel she'd been playing at Smokehouse Amazing. so a nice little catch up with her yeah. and. Uh, Bronwyn did some lovely dancing. Um, Great. She's going to hate me for calling her out on that, but yeah. What? I mean, what was it, like the office style thing? Like, Worse. <laughs> I'm imagining her doing it. She'd be great at that. Oh, she prefers the American office, so I don't know what the dance is for that. Um, yeah, <laughs> which has that. caused a lot of uh, arguments oh, in the Schubert dip rehearsals. Yeah. yeah. Um, and my last one was Sunday. I uh, went back to the Froys, Chillsford, um, oh, brilliant. for their folk at the Froys, and it was an amazing night. So, so were you actually working that one? Yeah, doing yeah. doing the sound for that. Yeah. Um I can't remember the name of the uh support act uh Tamara someone. I need to check okay. that up. I'll yeah. I'll call it out later. She's an Australian country singer, lives in Nashville, touring in the UK at the moment. Right. Amazing, really good voice, great uh sort of persona on stage, really nice and bubbly and lighthearted, and then sings really sad songs. Um oh. but then in a Still keeps it in a really nice, nice light mood. And then there was Josie and Pablo, who were a uh, Scottish folk duo. Right. They were amazing from right in the Scottish Highlands. Uh, and they did some really cool stuff. They did some classic, uh, some sort of traditional folk tunes. They also did some more uh, up, uh, more of their own stuff and some modern stuff. They did a couple of Dylan tunes. Yeah, cool. um, Pablo, the guitarist, did a solo Spanish piece as well, oh. um, and the sound was amazing. Uh, Josie's voice was incredible; like her pitching was just second to none. Really, yeah. Like that, that real really kind close of close harmonies. Yeah, well, the, the sort of the trills and the going up and between sort of whole tone steps very quickly mm. in a in a way that just oh, it just came off really well, mm. um, and it was yeah, an excellent night. Uh, I don't know where they're playing tonight. I think they're in... Tamara Stewart. Tamara Stewart, that's it. Tamara Stewart was a support act. Yes, so. there we go. Uh, yeah, she was absolutely awesome. So yeah, that was all really good stuff. That's great. Um, yeah, and we, we I, I didn't leave Chillsford till midnight. <laughs> because we geek finished at like 10 o'clock. We packed down. It's quite funny when you pack down because everyone just jumps on the stage and packs it down mega quick. Really? Um, everyone's like just on it because it's a real community event there. If mm. you ever get a chance to go, do go because it's just a really nice, fun event. Yeah. But afterwards, we went uh, went into the bar. We had a little catch up, a chat. It was Josie's birthday. Oh, okay. So they all sang happy birthday to her, and it was really nice, uh, chill. But it's also Lucy's ha- <laughs> Lucy Hart's sorry, uh, Lucy Hart's birthday yes, today. Today, happy so, birthday, Lucy! Happy birthday, Lucy! I'm and, actually uh, going to see her later on just to hang uh, out. Which yeah, would be nice. awesome. Yeah, um, and that was just great. It was really good fun. Uh, we had way too much cake and way too much of the leftover food. That's They're very also amazing. lovely, generous people there, aren't they? Yes, very nice. Yeah, uh, and it we, was yeah, awesome. We had our gig there, working um, yeah. on last year now, and uh, yeah, that could not have had a, a nicer mm. a nicer gang to work for. Yeah, it was Kelly Bayfield and Steve were there, so yeah, just so really nice people. Pablo was saying he was like. I- I don't think I can do another gig after this because we've been completely spoiled. Yeah. Their gig last night, they the night before a Saturday night, was, the sound wasn't great on stage and they were really struggling to get like mm. get into it because they couldn't really hear themselves. And mm. like I say, when you're doing those harmonies, you need that. Uh, whereas like the, the room sounds great at, at, at the Froys. Um, and we had some really nice monitors so they could hear everything they needed and they this were really happy. This was in the marquee out the back, right? Uh, this was in the in the hall, in the room ah. in the building. Um, which is, yeah, a nice small place, but a uh, wooden beam sea- roofs and stuff like that, uh, and nice big thick curtain, so it's a nice dead mm, sound mm. with an installed Bose system that sounds great. Ah, interesting. Um, so, yeah, nice and easy for me. So it was their own system that you were yeah, going through? Yeah, I just plugged my desk and went. Oosh. Nice and easy. I like that. Yeah, it was great. Um, and, of course, with any, it seems to be the case with folk bands like that, when they're... Uh, they they turn up and they I go what do you need they go oh, a couple of XLRs we got a nice sound we you know they get their right they get their sound right and uh, they then give me the feed and I just go cool sweet thank you That's, yep and uh, it's easy just job really Pop. easy easy job for somebody that knows what they're doing I mean oh, yeah, it's like yes. yeah like we can we can sit there and say oh yeah that's an easy job but then if you thrust somebody into that because I think a lot of venues do do that then they're just like yeah. oh my mate has a hi fi yeah. Yeah. Can just, yeah, he can do the job, right? It's like, new. No. <laughs> that's it, that's it, yeah. Um, 
so uh, yeah, it was great. It was really good fun. Like I say, really nice welcoming crowd. I wish I could have gone to come with you to Lucy's tonight. She'd invite me, but unfortunately, I got rehearsals tonight, so I've got to be good and yeah. do that. Is that Super Dip rehearsal? Is it? Yes. Yeah. Nice. I had to think about that. Who, who came up with the name, by the way? Cat uh, Cat Dickinson. Cat Dickinson. <laughs> yes. Uh, so she uh, she suggested it in one of Rob's lessons, and um, nice. He was like, "Well, he just needed it to write in the contract. It didn't really m- matter about the name, so he was." Yeah. Like, yeah, we'll do. Let's go with that. There's a real Mozart to, <laughs> to work with band names, so well done. Kat. I see what you did there. I like mm. it. Well, mate, I, oh, that was well. That was that was a really interesting week you done had, I, didn't you? I did done a weekend weekend really interesting. Words. I can't words. I can't words. Right. Well, speaking of of words, this song has some. Mmm, nice segue, Josh. Uh, well, this one actually is more about numbers than words. This one's called My Number by Dingus Khan. They're playing it locally. Oh, my goodness. Uh, check it out, mate. It's, it's available on iTunes and everything. Oh, it's heavy, isn't it? Dingus Khan Lovely with stuff. my number. That's their most recent signal that single I could find. That's their most recent number. Yes. Oh, it is. Yes, I like it. It's a saucy number indeed. Oh. Um, you can catch them this weekend if you stick around for the giggly ears. Yeah. What well, should I talk about? Some stuff, mate. Please tell us what what did you do? Well, who knows? But me. What did I do? Huh? Uh, well, I actually. It was a busy old week, and I wrote loads of notes about it, but my Google calendar didn't update, so uh, I, I can't really tell you in massive detail about it. Um, I had a really, really nice jam with Tom McCarthy and Rich Webb mm-hmm. for, a, for a new little folky number thing that we're putting together. Nice. Um, for But we'll you know watch this space. I'll be announcing some stuff soon, but it was really, really fun. R. Um, yeah, R indeed. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was nice because it's one of those kind of easy little acoustic things that we didn't have to book out a practice room they just came around my house of course yeah it was great we just sat there in the living room just having a jam and it just felt really really nice and close and personal um (laughs) which was yeah so you know nice one for coming over guys hopefully they're coming again over over this wednesday sweet we're coming up with you know another sort of 245 minutes worth of sets and stuff like that um Set, yeah, uh, set lists are cool. Yeah, it's always useful to have them. I don't usually do that. No, we we had it very lucky with a, a Saturday's gig because right. we didn't have set lists. But luckily, Tubbs worked literally next door, so he went into the office and printed off set lists. Oh, great! Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, last Saturday was the first time for a while we hadn't had set lists. Um, that I, you know, I'd usually write something down on my phone and I'll just call yeah. it out to the guys. Um, but it was quite good because it just kept my kept my brain in in gear sort of ready for the next song yeah but yeah anyway so uh, it, yeah it was, a, it was a it was a nice little week because it was the first week of half term um i didn't have any lessons this week which was quite nice actually yeah. just to have a little bit of a break from that um i have two two of my private students are on fortnightly stuff so i'll just i've got them this week which i'm really looking forward to cool um on uh, Thursday, though, I was very, uh, I was, I was a bit stressed because the the venue for this wedding that we had last Saturday um, ma- emailed me sort of last minute, just by like, by the way, we need your pack test, and I was like, oh, just realised it's literally just run out. Oh, uh, yeah. So I called up James Garden from famed West End music fame, the famous. Oh, the famous Garden. Um, oh. He oh, no stop it uh so and he was just like yeah bring it in and i'll I'll have a scan over it today so if you didn't know that um west end music do do pat testing (laughs) (laughs) and they also do bad poop jokes so um, poop deck uh so they uh james just sort of ran over it you know with his car a couple times and he said yeah i've done your pat test there you go well done Um, really not a good advert (laughs) (laughs) i've patted him down um but yeah so like that was quite uh quite quick i mean they did it within you know a couple hours i just dropped him off and he had it sorted um so you know it was reasonably priced as well which is lovely for you know lovely lovely of them so thank you west end music for sorting me out uh, and getting everything done it was i've got all sort of that stuff like on my Dropbox so whenever people do ask me 
can you yeah. can you send me your pat test or your PLI? I don't have to sit there and run around the house looking for my PLI certificate and uh, you know for public liability insurance and 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 sending that over. Yeah. I just have to. I've got all sort of taken pictures of it, so I just have to just send it over on an email. So you know, convenience. Um, it's, it's a Beyonce's cover band. Um, <laughs> convenience. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was quite nice. But then Friday. I got to see two lovely local bands. Um, I popped down to the Shamrock to go and see Schubert Dip, which was Harley Cotton. Never heard of him. Uh, <laughs> Rob Lewis, Raina Van Dell, and Andy Bartlett. So, I mean, you guys... Well, so you... Um, you Harley? <laughs> you Harley? Yes, me Harley. Me Harley. Me Harley. Uh, You're Jane. Yes. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> you could swing me through any trees. Um, she, you and Raina and Andy have played together in the Mementos. Yes. Multiple times. Yep. Um, and has Rob ever joined the Mementos? No. No, okay. No. Has Bronwyn ever joined the Mementos? Nope. No? No, it's just us three, I think, that have done Mementos yeah. shows. Mement shows. Mement, mm. Um, uh, so, yeah, it was it was a really nice little band. I mean, like, it was all the... It was so funny. That just the, the, You guys were great. There was very drunk women behind oh, me and Frankie. Yes. <laughs> they were like... I was just heard them at the bar, and they were like, no, no, no. See, we weren't planning on coming here tonight. It's a great night. But we we were at Dirty Dancer at the region. They kicked us out for for singing along. I was like, mm, of course they yeah, did. <laughs> yeah, that's why they kicked you out. Oh, yeah, and it's like sorry, kicked you out. <laughs> just the way they were acting, I was like, of course that's just where you've been. I felt so sorry for Frankie because we we did our sound check <laughs> and we stopped and she came up to us and she's like, oh. Oh, we were just getting into it. What are you doing? You, what are you doing? We were just getting into it and you just stopped playing. I was loving that. And I was like... And, and, it's a, that's a compliment, uh, though. It's nice yeah, to hear, have that. But Frankie kind of was like, oh, no, it's... It was, it just was, a sound check, love. Just a sound check. A sound check. And she was like, yeah, but it's not all right. It's not all right, right? I thought, we were gonna, are you going to be playing anymore? And I was like, yeah, no, it's, it's fine. Give me 10 minutes. We're, 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 gonna, we're playing all those songs in their full-length version. It's just sound <laughs> check. She goes, oh, was it sound check? Oh, okay, I didn't know. And Frankie was like... <laughs> and they just kept on like like bashing into the back of her all night. Oh. She was like, uh, uh, uh. Um, but yeah, they were just oh, kept yeah. on the whole night. Just they were they were asking for all the all yeah. the obvious tracks. I like, play Mr. Brightside. Play Mr. Brightside. And I was like, don't worry, love, it's coming. I can see it on the yeah. set list. And they're yeah. like, seriously? Oh my god! Oh, just just no no patience whatsoever. Oh my god, yeah. They were just looking at you guys with hungry eyes. <laughs> Because they just hadn't had enough dirty <laughs> Hung- dancing. Apparently. Hungry for some bright side. Mm. Uh, um, uh, yeah, there was another thing I, uh, that I told you that I heard, overheard them say that was quite gross, uh, which I will not utter here. Oh. <laughs> After your set, they were just like, oh, I've got a... No. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, it was after that that we decided, right, okay, we... We've 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 seen you guys. We feel like we've we've had a great time and we've supported you. So we went over to the Salutation, which I've not yeah. actually been to for a gig yet mm. uh, since they've had the renovation, which has been quite a while now. So I'm I'm late to the game. Um, but yeah, they had Albion Mills. Yeah, and I love Albion Mills. You love them. Yeah. Well, they just started off their set. It was the first set. Uh, no, they uh, the second set. They started off with Shine On You Crazy Diamond. Oh, right? yes. Just like with a really long intro and everything, you know, not up yeah. to the full 17 minute parts one and two. But That's an easy, good way to sort of like not have to play so many songs. Oh, it's great, yeah. <laughs> just just play one Pink Floyd song. Yeah. Probably Echoes, just do the whole. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was just absolutely marvellous. Like they, they really have got their sound just down. Yeah, they? yeah. Was it their old band? Was the Future Kings of England? I believe there was their yes. old band. So they were on, they were on Backwater Records, and 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 Steve Mann from Backwater Records, he was doing the sound for us at the Mayor's Ball, um, yeah. a couple of weeks back. So, uh, and he was just saying that most of their of Backwater's uh, sort of revenue comes from those Future Kings of England right. albums because they're just so sought after. Wow. And I think that's uh, just a, quite an interesting point about. Um, record labels in the 21st century yeah is that it's very there's a book that i read ages ago called the long tail which is just about sort of supply and demand in the marketplace if you think about uh, a big place like amazon they will get uh, about three or four percent of their overall profit from the big name artists so uh i'm trying to think right now so uh, probably Nipsey Hussle's making quite a lot at the moment. R.I.P. Um, yeah. You know, and the, but you've got your sort of like your 
you know, mainstream acts like Rihanna and, and Lady Gaga and Katy Perry and, mm. you know, and Ed Sheeran. But they will only make up about 4% of, of it. If you look at the, on an actual graph, the next one graph, it looks like one massive peak at the front and then this very long tail at the end. Oh, yeah. And that long tail is attributed to all the sort of uh, the smaller artists that are making maybe one sale every year, mm. right? But those all mount up. So right, yeah. it's just after a while, you know, with they, on Amazon, you've got thousands and millions and millions and millions and billions maybe right. uh, of, of different CDs that you can get. And if each of those just sells one, mm. then they've made a huge amount of money. That particular artist has not made a lot of money at all. But the overall company has made a lot of money. So it's the same thing with record labels and back catalogs. It's just, you know, how yeah. they make a lot of their money is just from... Uh, you know, big record labels, you know, Warner Publishing and all that sort of stuff, they'll have a huge roster of acts and those particular, you know, the, the smaller artists will be making the bulk of their yeah uh, of, of their pay. So, yeah, I think that's that's quite good that that works on the smaller level um, yeah, with, definitely. With, with really good local indie, indie labels like Backwater Records and great music like Future Kings of England. Hell yeah. So anyway, before before we finish off my bit, I wanted to talk about uh, Saturday. I had a, a wonderful wedding at the Hintlesham Golf Club. Oh, okay. I which I've not been there before. No, me neither. So it's right next to Hintlesham Hall. It's on that same bit there. Oh, okay, yeah. So um, And uh, it was really nice. Just Murray, Rich and I and the trio uh, for Josie and Ben. Uh, congratulations, guys. Um, really lovely little area. All the guys at, uh, at Hintlesham Golf Club were really, really uh, accommodating and, and got it done. They, nice. They've got this great partition bit. So we set up in like where there's a dance floor and a sort of a square room. We set up in there while that while everybody else was on the other side of the partition having their dinner and, and and right next to the bar. So we couldn't really make a lot of noise because if you know you're doing a kick drum test, everybody next door can hear it. Of course, yeah. Um, but it is great for that sort of reveal. It's just that they had the ceremony in the room where we were playing right um but then moved everybody out of that and then we went in and set up so people are kind of like gotten so drunk that they look around and just go oh don't wait a minute when was, was there always a band there uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god <laughs> what I day just, is it i just can't, I just <laughs> can't, can't congratulations i can't leave um but yeah so that was a really nice night like i said i didn't make a set list for that one so i just was going off the top of my dome um no, I wasn't wanging it. Um, uh, but yeah, it was like in between each song, I would be thinking, "What's the best song to come to go to follow this?" Mm. Um, and that's how I used to do it. But I just was too worried about hitting each all the bases. So yeah. it's nice to be able to just turn around. It's like, okay, we're doing blue suede shoes. It was it, it, there weren't a lot of sort of um, mm. you know uh, off the cuff random ones that we did. Mostly the hits because it's a wedding. But yeah, I like doing that. It makes it feel a bit more tailored. Yeah, it's nice to yeah. That's it. It's, it's weird how certain songs sit suit certain certain types of shows and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's but, good to be able to and to be able to know that and be able to read the room. And what was also fun was that in the break there was one little toddler um, who was just dancing around. Uh, in the uh, on the dance floor just running around he's not really dancing he's just when you're a toddler you can just run and that's classified as dancing right oh yeah, yeah. and uh so i um i was sitting there setting up all the songs on the dj and he just goes excuse me i'm like hello he's like dance with me i'm like okay so i just i just had my hands in my pockets running around in circles with him on the dance floor just like Wee! you're like i'm a kid again yeah. i'm so happy skin on my knees and everything but anyway speaking of skin on my knees another great segue josh uh this is uh one that will make you skid on your knees um polly haynes has got a new ep coming out this weekend and i've heard it and it's wonderful um this song's called eddie street check it out oh my god great Music streaming has far worse carbon footprint than the heyday of records and CDs. And the music industry loses $2.6 billion per year over improper music licensing by small businesses. That's the music news for this week. Thank you, Polly Haynes, for the Eddie Street there. That was going to be available this weekend. But first, music streaming has a far worse carbon footprint than the heyday of records and CDs, new findings are saying. So, uh... 
as an idea here, why are you trying to call me, Harley? I, I accidentally pressed the buttons. <laughs> I'm right here. Um, uh, so weird. Right. So uh, here's a little bit of context here. So consumers uh, in 1977 were willing to pay roughly 4.83% of their average weekly salary for a vinyl album. This slips down to roughly 1.22% of the equivalent salary for a digital album during its 2013 peak. So that's about, we've, that's about 75% drop in how much of our salary we're willing to pay on music, okay. to spend on music, right? So it's kind of, that streaming has has helped that, and it's in its, that was part of the study, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah. But the, the really interesting part of the study was actually about um, what we can sort of measure in terms of uh, our input, like our... Um, words uh, our yeah. impact on the environment in the yeah. music industry so in 1977 for instance uh the industry used 58 million kilograms of plastic in the u.s this is just the u.s by 1988 the peak year for cassettes this had dipped slightly to 56 million kilograms so that's two million oh, kilograms oh, yeah. down uh, and when cds peaked in 2000 it was up to 61 million kilograms of plastic that we were using every wow. year on distribution um, then came the big digital dividend as downloading and streaming took over the amount of plastics used by the u.s recording industry dropped dramatically down to just eight million kilograms by 2016 wow that's good so that's good that's a good thing right However, storing and processing music in the cloud depends on vast data centers that use a tremendous amount of resources and energy. Yeah. So servers and things like this will, uh, will, will need a lot of that. So it's, it's possible to demonstrate this by translating plastic production and the electricity used to store and transmit digital audio files into greenhouse gas equivalents, uh, or GHGS. So GHGs. This shows that GHGs from record, recorded music were 140 million kilograms in 1977 mm. in the U.S., um, 136 million kilograms in 1988 and 157 million kilograms in 2000. So it'd gone down. By 2016, it is estimated to have been between 200 million kilograms and over 350 million kilograms. And remember, that's literally only in the US. Right, yeah. So to truly compare past and present, it is, if it were even possible, you would have to factor in the emissions involved in making the devices on which we have listened to music on different eras. Of course. So like yeah. hi-fis back in the day, uh, cassette players uh, and Walkmans and stuff, uh, yeah. vinyl players, and now phones, which must take a lot. Yeah. You'd need to look at the fuel burned in distributing LPs or CDs to music stores, so driving it there, uh, plus the cost of distributing music players then and now. So That's a lot of factors to play at. Yeah, exactly. So it might be completely impossible to really yeah. think about it. But... Um, there are the emissions from the recording studios as well. Of course. And the emissions involved in making the musical instruments. There's a, a brilliant story of a studio in um, America. I can't remember where exactly, but they American. had two Fairchild compressors. I don't know if you know know about the Fairchilds. They're, really. they're like a, a they're like the, the creme de la creme of, of compression compression units. They have like twenty one valves in them. Mm. They use so much they, they are so like they have so many valves in that they take about seven to ten hours to to fully warm up to right. sound their best. And you just got to leave them on. And they leave them on twenty four hours. Uh, there's a guy a guy who did work experience at the studio. At the end of the day, they went, "Oh, I'll turn everything off." They forgot to tell him to Don't not turn off the Fairfield. Yeah, but it's just weird, isn't it? I mean, because we we're very liberal on the art side of of, of humanity, isn't it? Mm. Uh, you know, and and we like to think that we're super, you know. Green Party conscious, all this sort of stuff, but we've got to vote with our vo wallets. I think, um, yeah. vote with our wallets uh, because you know we we may have thought about what we're spending in terms of you know whether we've got something that we're just going to throw away after after years or whatever. Um, but you know you got to think about what how much the phone are, phones are impacting the yeah. the the ecosystem, but also think about the live industry. Yeah, it must. I mean, do you remember Live Eight? Oh yeah, years ago, and there was it was all about you know global warming etc. and climate change, um, but they flew everybody, all the artists in down to Wembley to to do it, and there was a lot of controversy on that. Yeah, so you know we all go out and we all support these things, but we do have a massive carbon footprint. We do have to think about it. One thing I would uh, a counter argument that I would say is when it comes to like servers and yeah, they are very expensive to run, and they often uh, in a in a like a super cooled room to make them 
stay, yeah. you know, and that's quite expensive to do and use a lot of uh, gases. I think they use a lot of argon yeah, gases to, to keep... Um, catalogue stores. Yeah. yeah. But they're not just holding purely music. Right. They're hold, holding other things as well. So you, if you split that within just the the tech industry as well, mm-hmm. then it's distributing, it, it's spreading the costs or the carbon footprint a little bit. Maybe not, not entirely. I'd be really interested to find out what those those findings, yeah. uh, you know, come up with. So going back to vinyl, mm, I mean, Rob Lewis says digital music carbon footprint. That's why I still buy CDs. So, but do we know that CDs are as good? They're less bad. Bird. I mean, they're still bad because they're made of plastic. That's yeah. fairly. I mean, and I would say you know CDs aren't a throwaway thing. They're quite recyclable. Yeah. Um, and thank you, Carl well, Hedgehogs. Fi- yeah, exactly. Cheers <laughs> for that. For my... Fixing his mirror there. It's great. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, if you think about it, those those CDs still had to get somewhere. I mean, really, the only uh, thing that I can think of this morning is like about if you were bought it from a charity shop. Yeah. Because it's secondhand. And, you know, it really the carbon footprint that you've got there is you buy, you driving to the yeah. charity shop or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, it's too much to think about. Anyway, Harley, what's your news you want to My talk news about today? Is, mm. got a very interesting thing, okay? So, news. the music industry is, is losing $2.65 billion. With a B. With a B. $2.65 billion per year over improper licensing by small businesses. So essentially what this is talking about is people who pay rights to have... Um, to have music their, on in yeah. their store, yeah. Yeah, you have to have a radio license to have many music played publicly, mm-hmm. uh, and that's the case for any public place. Not the case for if you're in an office or anything like that, I don't think, but if you're like in a mm, shop or in do. a workshop, um, I don't know if it is. I think it depends on the type of office and the, uh-huh. and the size as well. Yeah, for a huge base involved, yeah. Yeah, certainly. Um, the American one doesn't count. Yeah, American office is much better. Yeah. So um, controversial. Sorry, the American office office licensing. There we go. <laughs> there anyway, we go. There we go. Back on point. Um, but a lot of places are just doing a Spotify playlist or having you know playing Spotify, which kind of gets them out of the the radio kind of thing. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I will say I love the convenience of Spotify, mm. and I'm sure a lot of shops and stuff do use that same yep. same thing again for the fact that they can, you know, they can have a shop playlist. But they're often doing it on a personal account rather than a yeah. business account, which is pretty wrong, really, because... It, it, are there Spotify business accounts? Yes. Okay, and there's, like, shop accounts, are they? Yes, exactly. Well, okay. for a place of business or, uh, yeah, including office work as well. Yeah. So um, it's, it's, it's kind of... So it's not because there's a lot of people that are just thinking, oh, it's fine. I'll just I'll just buy a tannoy, mm. uh, you know, a, a little PA system, and and just play stuff from my spot from my phone. It's fine. Mm. Um, whereas people aren't actually thinking about the amount of people that are in that room. So venues have to play uh, have to pay PRS mm. license, and and some shops, especially in in central London, will have more people in their shop than some small music venues will have. Yeah. So, you know, they should be getting exactly the same amount of licensing from those places. Yeah. And, you know, those sort of licenses probably aren't cheap, but you've still got to respect that if you're supporting the music that you're playing, that you've got to kind of allow that music to be paid for by someone. Yeah. I mean, it says here that just 17% of small businesses have obtained the correct licenses to play music in shops, restaurants, or public venues. I mean, that's... right. Right, that's eighty-three percent of businesses are not paying the proper PRS fees. Um, so, music that constitutes a public performance needs to be licensed under copyright laws, which are separate from the laws governing personal use of music streaming services. So, they are completely different. Um, they, they they sort of collated results from about five thousand in-store interviews of businesses uh, in seven different countries to get this this thing. The study estimated that twenty-one point three million of the world's twenty-nine point four million businesses are consumer music use consumer music services. Right. So, uh, so about this is in dollars. An average of eight dollars thirty-three a month is lost from every business that uses a personal music subscription. More if they are using a free version of the streaming service, meaning that musicians, songwriters, producers, record labels, and composers are all missing out on more than a hundred million dollars a month. Wow, that's quite. That's when you think about let's say two point six five billion. Yeah. When you put it into say how much? Hundred million dollars. Hundred million. That's a, a month. lot. 
Just That's a month. It. And I know of, of of at least two gyms locally yeah. that do not pay for a PRS license. And you think yeah. about the amount of people that are uh, uh, you know using gyms daily and there's music playing over. If you go to a gym, anybody listening in, if they're playing music, I think you should think about whether they're actually paying proper licensing fees, especially yeah. if you're a musician. Um, and, you know, it, see something, say something. Yeah, you know I, mean? I, I, something. I think I should turn completely turn the music off in my gym. That's because I like to listen to my own music, and <laughs> yeah. you just and don't like. I don't want to hear other house. I don't want to hear other people's music between songs. <laughs> Betwixt, um, <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, I thought that was a, a very a very interesting thing to talk about. So what do you guys think? Why don't you give us a little little heads up on what you want us to talk about each week? Because you know what I mean. We like what you think about, but we've got to think about what we think about. This morning. Jingle. Well, it's was something you thought about, wasn't it, Harley? I did think a thing I thought about this morning. I actually thought about it yesterday morning. Ooh. Uh, so, uh, as I was saying, we bumped in. We uh, after our gig, we went into um, uh, Distilled Republic, right? And bumped into Angel. Right. We yeah, were chatting nice. with her, and although it wasn't crazy loud, mm-hmm. the music wasn't crazy loud. We were saying we were quite nice after a gig to be able to actually talk to someone, not have to shout over the music. Mm. And we were really like, "That's great!" But the music they were playing, I was like, "It's just not. It's not. It's not you. It's not our music." We're, we'd like something a bit more chilled out, something a bit more musical, something we can like actually sit and listen to rather than yeah. just get up and dance to when we've been doing that all night and we want to chill. Hmm. I was like, wouldn't it be great if there was a, like a venue that opens late that's more just like a pub, cafe kind of thing hmm. where we can do our own thing and not have to worry about like... <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um, it's time and place for it, I suppose, isn't it? Exactly. And, but then we were sort of going, well, is that because we're musicians? Right. Is that a thought that we're having because we're of a musical nature? We we do this for a living, so the way we do it in the evenings is is going to be different. And I'm, sorry, I, I'm really excited. I just found <laughs> chocolate in my pocket. I'm so sorry. Carry on. <laughs> I just like oh my god, it's a bit melted though. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, poor melty bunny. Um, <laughs> you put me no, no, I'm so yeah. sorry. It's what I do. So, um, but then in the other same's like. The sort of music I listen to is not the sort of music that my non-musical friends would. Mm. And they, they, I wonder if that's because I'm a musician, I listen to the self-indulgent technical stuff because I can see it from mm-hmm. a musician's point of view. Mm. And is that music less or more valid Yeah, because of that? Because, you know, it's not a, uh, a mainstream form of media and it can't be because not everyone's musician most people are are fans of music but still a small percentage of that will be uh, active musicians i think yeah and it's also you got to think about so we talked about this before about what's music music for yeah um and that's a really interesting episode check that out mm. uh, on our youtube and subscribe etc um but i think for when we were at a late night venue like distilled republic where yeah. it is a bar where people are going there to hang out with people have a drink and and uh, and you know have a dance. Yeah. Um, the kind of music you need is going to be <laughs> right. So um, and the kind of venues that will that we'd be going to at that kind of time will be wanting stuff that keeps yeah. people hyped, right? Um, yeah, at like two a.m. Mm. Yeah. But you know, I was at the was it the Forge, the Forge? Yeah, the restaurant oh, yeah. that's opposite the, the university, and they were playing some really really nice sort of like yeah. soul and stuff, like some neo soul kind of things while we were eating. See that works. Yeah. So the kind of stuff I think you're talking about there is something that's really chilled out but musical. Yeah. Um, and that is, uh, yeah, it's a lot of the time is reserved for cafes, restaurants, yeah. and stuff like that, where you know we can go and just chill in the bar. Do you think but there's not as much atmosphere? I don't think. Do you think a kind of a social bar like that, kind of cool looking, cool place, where us hip types would hang out? Hip. Do you think that could succeed in oh, a yeah, in a in a place like Ipswich where you where you've got a late night place to go to have a drink but not have music thrown down your throat mm. at 100 mile an hour and a thousand decibels? Yeah, I don't think that's location based. Um I no. think I think it's really um to do with timing. So if it you know if that kind of place if you're literally just open 
for late night kind of style stuff for the people that don't want to be out clubbing but they want to be out having a drink yeah you've got three days where you can be open um, yeah. and you're not going to make enough money um and and you know you could be nice and broad with what kind of music you play you could get you know you could get your you know your old school soul like through as monkeys do mm. um or you could you know put in some really interesting idm on maybe yeah. um and that's great but again i i think your clientele would be quite thin it would be yeah. down to sort of a lot of musos uh, or people that don't really like going out clubbing and the people yeah. that don't really like going out clubbing it's going to be difficult to catch them. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> when you say Three Eyes Monkeys, that kind of, that's kind of when I'm thinking about it, it's probably the sort of place I'm thinking of. Yeah. It's, as long like, when I know they have, when do they have DJs on? Is that Friday night? Yeah. I probably would avoid it when there's DJs on. Nothing mm. against DJs. Some of my friends are DJs, <laughs> but not my thing. I don't want to, you know, let's say if I want to go out, I want to go and chill and be sociable rather than, yeah. uh, you know. So, but that's the kind of place where you can be sociable and, you mm. know, and it's open till late. So I guess there is a market for it. And yeah. I, yeah. But how about on the music side of things? So, well, like you say, it's like what musicians want. So, I mean, what a musician wants, I think, is is a bit of technical prowess. It was like yeah. what we were talking about last week. And um, we were talking about when we listen to something, we do want to be amazed yeah don't we uh, you know when we say talking about whether there's something that's good or bad music and yeah um so yeah i think if we if we want to be amazed by some music then i think uh it, it we do need to be going to these just live music really yeah. i think that's all it is i mean it's very difficult to sit there and chill frankie and i had a great spot when we were watching albion mills we yeah. were just sort of right at the back um and had a table where we could still see the stage and still talk but listen to just great musicianship. Um, yeah. And that's that's wonderful. So I guess it just really depends on where you are in a place in in, um, in relevance to the PA system. Yeah. <laughs> or you can actually of talk course. over it. Um, but a lot of places will will have thought uh, thought ahead of you and, yeah. and they'll put speakers everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> so, it, that's it. I don't know. I think uh, maybe, yeah, there is, there is a call for that kind of place. But whether it's financially viable, I don't know. Oh. I, I would like I would like to go there though. Yeah, as a that's musician, it. that's it. I'd like to go there, and I'd like to have it. Like I'd love I'd love a place where all musicians go after yeah. a gig. Just but they'll be empty because we'd all be <laughs> gigging. Yeah, but no, like after the gig, <laughs> oh, right. like okay, yeah, yeah. two AM club. I'm too knackered for that. I'm so boring. <laughs> after a gig of two hours, I'm just sitting there going, right, I want to go home and sleep. Yeah, fair. <laughs> I fair. don't really have an after party. <laughs> I I will finish gig and I'll be knackered. But if people are like, yeah, we're going out. I'm like, yeah, right, okay. You're too cool, man. I'm just no, I'm just desperate to have friends. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, what do you guys think? If you, do you think there should be a venue that we can just listen to chilled out good music? Uh, and if so, you know, what would you do? Anyway. Or oh, where where's good to go after a gig? Yeah, I mean, if we're missing something, yeah, please let us know. Um, but yeah, anyway, so let's get on to the last section of the show. Harley, you've got all of it. Can I've you got it please all. read us out? Shall I, shall I, do you want me to just 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 to, just to go through with what we've got yeah, this week? I'll give you a soundtrack of just a shaker. So this week we've got on Wednesday at the Smokehouse Wednesday. Nosebleed, Casual Nausea, and Batwolf Punk Night. Yes, Thursday we've got a couple of gigs. We've got Three Wise Monkeys and in Colchester, uh, this feeling creation. 23 and rubber jaw that's gonna be amazing uh also thursday uh i will be playing myself uh (laughs) with chart attack (laughs) go on say it say it chart attack and we will be doing the pre-pride party at isaac's that sounds so fun someone say pre-pride party pre-pride party (laughs) we've also got uh, going on to Saturday, Dead Souls Re- Resurrection Fest at the Black Horse in Ipswich Ooh. with Zaconia, who comes from Spain, uh, and many other bands. Check out the Facebook for that. Metal. Through to the nines, to the nines, which we're awesome. going to play in a minute. Oh, we? okay, cool. We've also got uh, on the Saturday. Polly Haynes. Polly Haynes. She's going to be doing her EP launch of Hummingbird. Hummingbird. At the Coda in Colchester. Colchester, Essex. Uh, we also have that night Three Wise Monkeys. Mother Ipswich. Ipswich, thank you. Mother Funker. Ooh, I've funky. just I've seen uh, Vanya there, actually. She's 
Really looking forward to it. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and we got Sunday, 21st of April, with Three Wise Monkeys presents Dingus Khan, Glass Peaks, and The Zesty. In Colchester. In Colchester. At Three Wise Monkeys. That's pretty much... That's where we're at, I think. Pretty much. Gigglist. Right, cool. I feel that like was, I can relax now. Mate, that was good. That was there's, good. There's a lot There's a lot, of, a lot on, and I had a lot more on my list, but it didn't update on my Google Notes, so I'm if we've well annoyed at you. If we've missed anything... Um, Screw you, Alphabet. Since you bought Spotify, you changed, son. You yeah. changed. Damn. Um, yeah, a couple quick um, topics that we've, we've been asked to discuss today. Um, so... so Nigel asked if I'm going to be quitting the show now that I've found fame with karaoke. Uh, oh, yeah. I've just found out 10% of my PRS from last year <laughs> yes. came from people singing my songs on karaoke. Is it your actual song? Yes. Wow. That's mad, right? Have you submitted karaoke? No. Before? Wow, that's so great. So no idea how that's happened. Right. Um, yeah, so that that's I like that. So I'm not going to be quitting the show anytime soon because I love doing this. And yeah. it's and it's. I was saying to you, we do it for day, you, Nigel. Yeah, we do it for you, Nigel. Um, but I, I, I was saying to you, this this satisfies like an academic yeah. part of my brain that I haven't been able to exercise since university, where I get to research topics. Keeps us in the loop. We always going on. Absolutely love it. Um, so, Cat Dickerson, how about some guidance on putting a band together? Oh, okay. So, should we? Will that be our thing? I think I thought of that. Uh, we'll next do week. it next week. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's cat. a great little thing we can do. We'll make a special of it. Mm, you've got. A- like a peacock tail on your head. I love it. I know. I um, it on Elliot Stubbings, who would win in a fight between a shark and a bear in space? Um, oh, that's a good question. It is a good question. I want to say a bear because it's got arms. Shark I was would say, just be like tail whipping see, all the time. A shark will die if it stops moving, but if there's no resistance, it will never stop moving. Yeah, I mean, they've got to have some kind of thing that they can survive in space. I mean, they both die, obviously. But Sharks can survive cancer, so I'm sure they can survive space. Is there cancer in space? No. There's cancer everywhere. Oh. So it's probably <laughs> radioactivity. Sorry, Radioactive sorry spiders. For, yes. If they get bitten, yeah. Oh, oh I watched that last night. Into oh, yeah? the Spider-Verse. Oh, Amazing man. film. Is it good? Yeah, it's so it. good. You've got to watch it. Right. Um, Scott, when is Scar's, for- Scar's fourth wave happening? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, they, they might have the, the sixth wave and then do a couple of prequels. I did see Graham Mann wave at me the other day, so that might have been it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that must have been down setting um, uh, so yeah uh, yeah. let us know what you guys want us to talk about each week we do have a Facebook page we've got a YouTube channel we've got us on iTunes as well yes. please give us a subscribe a, sc- a scrub scribe you can find us on all good podcast catching apps yeah and all the ones podcast that we're addicts. not on it's not good because we're we, not on it I think we're on yeah yeah we're on most of them now I think we're on Acast as well so. yeah that's yeah. it we're, we're on uh, uh, but, but, many but, casts not just a cast yeah <laughs> I see what you did you there. did did you see you it did I did <laughs> um, <sighs> but yeah thank you very much for listening guys we've had a really really good show we'll see you again next week Monday 2 till 3 or Thursdays every Thursday we'll be releasing the show yeah. so yeah keep your eyes peeled on, on the uh, on the old page and we'll see you next week uh, we're going to uh, play you some to the nines a bit of hardcore for you guys they're going to be playing at the Dead Soul Resurrection Fest at uh, the Black Horse this weekend. So uh, this is from uh, good uh, good old Bean Charlie, who I played his wedding. Yeah. Um, so yeah, good old Bromie. So nice one, mate. Awesome. It's a great track. This one is called How We Get By. Right. By Harley. By Josh. <laughs> <laughs>